and it looks like, oh, almost there is back. Here comes Jessica, and here comes, well, we're waiting. So, welcome to episode dun, 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 13. New High Score. And welcome to More Than Dice. My name is Gonzo, and I will be hosting this. And once everybody is back, we will talk about everything and who everybody is. And there she is. So, today's episode is one that Seth and I had actually been talking about for a while. And we've actually been trying to figure out how to do this. And there's going to be some serious discussions. Serious and silly. Um, So, we're going to get to some interesting conversations. But before we do that, we have to do our tradition on More Than Dice. Carried back from the tradition of Penny with Menot John. And they're just talking about what we're going to drink and eat today before we get started. So let's start with... Let's go with Lynn since we ended with her. We'll start. What are you eating and drinking today, Lynn? Uh, I have Starbucks. And earlier, all I've had so far was White Castle cheeseburgers. And what are you working on today? Uh, commission stuff. Oh, can you Lots not tell us? Commissions. Um... Oh, it's just there's a lot. Of, there's just a lot of different stuff, and I'm just kind of bouncing around a bit. There's Kingdom Death, the Micromaniacs models, Space Marine Army, um, and uh, Deep Wars Army. So all kinds of all kinds of good stuff. Okay. <laughs> and next to that, Mr. Seth standing up, showing him his awesome shirt. But if he stands back just a little bit more, we can see why he's standing up. Seth, why are you standing up? Oh, look at that. Look at them legs. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Seth wearing his awesome kilt. Seth, what are you drinking today and eating? I am... I'm sorry, more than dice folks. I have failed you. My wife and I got home in time that I have already had dinner, so we will not have a visit from the amazing Alex tonight. What? Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get her just to come in and say hi since she she has discovered that being internet famous means very little, but I think she still likes it. <laughs> so uh, tonight I am having a warlock. Ooh. Yeah. Pumpkin stout, it's the right kind of weather. It's about thirty two degrees here. I climbed a mountain. I have earned my warlock. Alright. Let's go with Miss Jessica. What are you drinking and eating today? I already ate dinner because it's like eight o'clock my time, <laughs> and I have a salted caramel or caramel or however you pronounce it wherever you live. <laughs> Imperial Stout. That actually sounds awesome. Who's it made by? I got. I did. Um, Blackwater. No. Oh, Southern Tier. So I did one of those make your own six pack where you just grab random things that you don't know if you'll like or not, so you don't end up with a six pack of something you don't like, and then you have to drink it because that's how you were raised. So I'm writing that down. All right, let's go with Miss Liz. Liz, what are you drinking and eating today? Uh, uh, well, I already ate. I had some broccoli casserole and pasta, which sounds kind of weird now that I say it out loud, but it was good. <laughs> And I'm drinking a Blue Moon, because that's what was in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Kathy, what are you drinking and eating tonight? This girl? Yes, Miss Kathy. <laughs> so, I'm not used to being addressed as Miss Kathy. Miss um, Kathy I am, gets uh, you nasty. 
<laughs> I am eating cough drops, and I am drinking tea with honey and lemon. You may be able to guess why. I was at Reprocon last weekend. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> Are you going better? Time. Oh hell yeah, yeah. So all right. No, Let's see. Next to that is Miss Angelina. Angelina, what are you drinking and eating tonight? Well, I'm actually I'm drinking. It's called Mist Twist, which is kind of like Sierra Mist and Seven Up. It's I don't know. It's just it's a soda, <laughs> and I'm actually eating a salad right now. Super boring, I know. <laughs> Bad cat. Cat, please don't let me down. Cat, come You're on, don't let me down. Super pumped about this. Oh. I am eating nothing, and I am drinking water out of a quick trip cup. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, we're living on the edge. More and more crazy. Yeah. Watch out, people! It's a crazy night on more than dice. This is oh, this place is lit. Yeah. <laughs> background. I actually live in a cardboard box. <laughs> lit AF. Lit AF. Okay, so me. Since we ran out of Maker's Mark, moment of silence. All right, and I decided to bring out some good stuff because this is the first time we've had so many people on the podcast. I decided to bring out my Fonseca Port Ten Year. Uh, it's a tawny port. Um, it's only about twenty percent alcohol, and I'm going to be munching on some salted caramel dark chocolate toffee. Ooh, yeah, that sounds so good. We're coming Darn. over. Yeah, we just want we want some of that. Right. So other than that, so everybody raise a glass. I'm glad everybody made it back safe and sound. I'm glad everybody's here. Cheers. 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 Oh my god, this sound this tastes just like salted caramel. Oh I wrote it down, so that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It has Himalayan pink sea salt and notes of caramelized sugar. Send me a picture of the label so I can look for it. All right, I'll I'll send it over to you. Yeah. A cabinet mouthful of turbo. So. Like this is why you're so, bad. With everything that's going on, we have actually got actually our Twitch did not go through. Chat did not go through on this channel, so I'm going to fix that real quick. Um, while we're doing that. Seth, would you like to do me a favor and talk about our patron real quick? <laughs> hey, everybody. Side Hustle Seth, here to sell you a little <laughs> stuff called the patron. Today, you got special offers. All right. Don't stop me. For $1, just $1, you can get an action figure from More Than Dice. It's little. It's square. It's got numbers on some sides, little dots things, and then right on the top, it's amazing. You'd like it more than that, the pre-ramble. By the way, all the information I'm about to give you is wrong, because I never, ever, ever remember. <laughs> He's actually the $2. <laughs> and there's the right. dice. Look, you ask me to do this all the time, and all I gotta tell you is, I'm never gonna get it right. I know, that's the point. <laughs> For $3, what you get is a used paint cup. <laughs> For seven dollars, I'll give you a guide on how to be on fleek. 
At the $5 level, you get a bunch of videos, some of which come out on time and some of which are made by me. So... (laughs) (laughs) Stuff happens! Um, If you pay at the $15 level, don't we send you some of, like, John's beard? (laughs) I don't know. We got a lot of stuff at a lot of levels. More than that, if you want us to keep the lights on and keep such high-quality entertainment and comedy gold as this that we need you to donate uh, just because it makes sure that we have space for our streaming, we have place to keep our fun giveaways going. Reminder, if you are going to War Machine Weekend next week, go find Gonzo afternoon on Sunday. Take a selfie with him, say dice down, put it up on our page, you get some swag. Which is another term for shit you don't need but you like. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. And uh, if you can find Gonzo, remember, he likes hugs. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) You can volunteer me for everything you want, but I can send people after you, Gonzo. (laughs) So, with that going, guys, we do need help trying to make sure we get stuff done um, on this. Um, We do have a lot of expenses, and we just had a large expense come up because... Something is happening on More Than Dice. Uh, it is a sad moment and a awesome moment at the same time. Uh, right now, we have someone leaving the podcast. Um, this person's leaving the podcast because we don't hold people and capture them. So, if you are leaving the More Than Dice podcast, say, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, I think you should have been. Oh, she. <laughs> yes, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid that your favorite carnival barker will be heading off after this episode. Uh, life is just a little too much life right now. Having moved cross country, started a new job, teaching two new sets of classes, maintaining you know a relationship, all of which uh, means that. I'm going to have to go the way of the dodo. Good news is, they've got somebody to replace me who is way better, way more interesting, um, but probably not as caffeinated as I am right this minute. So, with that being said, Seth, you know you're always welcome to come back and do stuff. You know that. We're buddies yeah. for life. We still beard hug all the time. Um, yeah, sometimes when I'm not even expecting it. It's, I know, especially when I come up behind you and wrap my hand around you. Yep. Hey, how did you get in the bedroom? That's all I want to know. <laughs> well, you do smell better when you're awake, so don't worry about that. <laughs> so, with that being said, we have already got someone new on the staff, and I'm really super excited. Uh, I had to beg, plead, and, like, cry to get this person to commit and be part of our podcast. So if you are going to be on the newer than Dice podcast or now the new hobby specialist, say, hell, oh shit, what I get myself into? Hell, oh shit, what did I get myself into? <laughs> Yay! Girlfriend. Yay, Kathy! And if anybody doesn't know, Kathy has <laughs> agreed to be on and be our hobby person for more than dice, which I am super, super excited about. That's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. I would be, be happy to take your hobby questions. <laughs> so, Kathy will be on here. Um, 
we are going to start up full swing after War Machine weekend. Uh, this Sunday they might do something small, um, but I will be <laughs> Facebook live streaming all weekend. Um, so if you see me at War Machine weekend, look me up. I'm probably going to be Facebook living. Um, Kathy has already been getting started. Um, she's already got ideas. Uh, she's already got ideas on the first miniature to pay for our $15 uh, award winner. Um, she's already got a bunch of ideas going in her head. We've already started talking about things. We're going to get her set up so we can get some things done. Um, and also painting videos and whatever else she's wanting to do. She's already got authorization on all of our websites and stuff. So other than that... Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, Kathy's in control of everything. So, Kathy will be the uh, third part. John is still on the podcast. He's just off today. Um, and he will be back on Sunday. John and Kathy, I think, I don't know if John's going to want to do something, but he said he might. Just depends. So, y'all two may want to get together and figure out. Um, with that said, I'm super, super excited. So, and that. Let's get started on what we're really, really here for. Because... Oh, yeah, shit. Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> Kathy, this is what your job is going to be. I just want to let you go. Remind Gonzo to drink. He's got to stay hydrated. If he doesn't stay hydrated, he loses his voice. He loses his focus. The popcorn is too salty. This is who you're going to be. And then it's all your fault. Lynn's mm -hmm. got it right. <laughs> I know what's so, up. <laughs> it's all about getting drunk. So, when Seth and I talked about doing this podcast, mm -hmm. we were talking about, he sent me that article, and we were talking about what it's like for females within, not just the painting community, but the hobby community, the gaming community, and everything in it. And, of course, I can't speak for that, but I can imagine. And Seth was like, we've got to do this. And I'm like, yeah, we have to talk about this, because this is coming up. It just kind of weird that it happened around the Me Too um, hashtag that came out. Because um, we'd actually started talking about it and getting everybody together like the beginning of October. And then that came out, which is a sad thing that happened, but a necessary thing, I guess you could say. That that hashtag came out, because I think it actually opened some people's eyes. <clears throat> Anybody want to comment on that? It was overwhelming. It was, really. actually. It was mm -hmm. like... It was every it was girl weird, I knew. Yeah, it was this weird <laughs> moment of like pain, but also like empathy and like something kind of cathartic about it, just to see like one after the other, after the other, after the other. Like it's yeah. all Facebook was for a while. Right, and yeah. it made like it made people feel at least like me feel like, well, I guess I'm not alone, really. Yeah, exactly. Which I know they always say exactly. that, but like you don't really know. Right. And you yeah. really felt it. <laughs> And it's just something we talk about so rarely that right. I think it really got a lot of people to engage with it. And especially people who might have been, like, really outside that kind of interaction normally or people who say, like, yeah, I know this happens, but I've never seen it. And then it's like, oh, right. <laughs> all of my yeah. friends. Like, everybody I know. Yeah, yeah like, male and female. Like, it exactly. didn't yeah. discriminate. Yeah. It was everyone. And then I even saw people who were apologizing for things yeah, they really. did. I that was amazing. Too. Exactly. So when, when we're talking about this, this the Me, Me Too thing that's going on, we aren't talking about, let's see, I'm going to use Angelina for example, because her and I are pretty tight. Angelina, if I see you at a convention, yeah. and I see you painting up and stuff, and I come yeah. up to you and I go, hey, I think you're pretty hot, 
pretty cool. Would you like to go out on a date? Is that what we're talking about? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on who you're talking to. I personally, I wouldn't necessarily be upset or offended or feel anything weird. I would just be like, here's the deal. Thank you. But no. Okay. <laughs> and so, I keep going. Okay. So we're not talking about a one-time. We're not talking about a guy, hey, the, the standard non-creepy thing. We're just talking. Right. I mean, we're not talking about that. Because a lot of people... I don't want to say a lot of people, but some person brought it up. It's like, well, I'm afraid to talk to the girl. She might think I'm creepy or doing that stuff. And I go, but there's a difference. There's a difference yeah. between me going up and asking you out on a date and you saying no and me going, okay, and I walk away. Exactly. To anybody got an example they want to show or tell? Well, uh, <laughs> I used to take the bus, the city bus, to work. I'm sorry. I have a lesser. And, and I didn't get done with work until 11 p.m. And so I'd walk like a few blocks to the bus stop um and it here's what was crazy about it it didn't matter if it was summertime or if it was straight winter because i live in wisconsin right if i was wearing like my leggings and a winter jacket like totally covered there was somebody i mean i don't i don't want to say anything like Am I allowed to say something? I don't want to say like too, too graphic, but like. Oh, you can go graphic. Trust you know, me. Okay. It's okay. So I've had moments where like full winter jacket up, like some just rando on the street be like, oh, hey, baby, nice legs. Why don't you come here with those? And it's like, motherfucker, you can't even see my fucking legs. What are you talking about? Like, it's so weird. Um, I've been followed a few times. It doesn't. I think because I have really good resting bitch face, I can kind of scare some dudes off just by giving them a look a little. I've had yeah, some moments like, where, like... I'm like, oh my god, looking angry all the time? Yeah. Yes. It's, oh, it works perfectly, you know? Oh, so why don't you smile, sweetie? Well. How about you suck my dick? How about that? <laughs> like, I just... I can't handle that. Uh, yeah. Um, I've also had cars follow me, which is a little weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. It's just... Yeah. So, this is going beyond. This is not some guy hitting on you and then taking the turn down and walking away. Mm -hmm. So, I, I want people to understand that because there are some guys, I'm sure, that look at y'all and go, Oh, she's probably pretty cool, pretty awesome. I'd like to get to know her. Maybe she'll go out on a date with me. Oh, she's not going to go on a date with me. All right, we're done. We can just walk away from it. Or we can just be friends, blah, blah, blah. Right. We're not talking mm -hmm. about that type of situation. So, <laughs> who wants to give me something within our hobby because I know this has become pretty hot topic and I did send y'all an article recently about where a game company had done a day just for women um Kat you got that head nodding like you're a bobblehead what do you want to tell me about oh, what's happening in the hobby I was just saying like yeah I, I read that like I, I did the article and I think it's really did the homework <laughs> the homework <laughs> all I really had to say about that yeah I well, think it's pretty cool to talk Angela Wait, what? Say what? Were you, I, I felt like I talked over you. What were you saying? Oh, no, you're cool. Um, I just think it's pretty cool, like, because I've been to quite a few tournaments, and it can, it can be a little hard being a girl there, especially if you're, like, the only girl there. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, too, when I used to play War Machine, and we had a pretty good community, like, mostly really friendly people, but it was just, like... I don't know. Every now and then someone would just be weird. 
And I didn't have a whole ton of horrible experiences or anything like that, but just some of the comments people would make, it's just kind of like, eee, I don't want to think about the fact that I'm the only girl here. Like, exactly. it's not, not to do it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. I think that's well, part of the thing, like, not to make assumptions about gamers, but... As a group, we may be a bit socially awkward, get a little totally. bit anxious about meeting new people. So mm -hmm. when you're going somewhere and you know you're going to be most likely the only woman there, it can be a little bit like, uh, do I want to go? Exactly. So whereas you want to include yep. everyone, having a place where it's like, oh, this is going to be all women to get you into this, like help you out, then you meet friends, then you can like go as more than one to you know an organized event and you don't feel like you're the only person there right. like i think that's mm -hmm. cool to help get more people into the hobby who would be intimidated otherwise yeah for sure i mean i know that i'm going back to angelina because we had actually talked about this because i'd asked her and she was telling me you know that she was playing in a tournament and she had got her army ready and she positioned herself oh you're talking about the war machine tournament yeah <laughs> yeah and that um happens. This guy was like, "Hey, man, can you hurry and get done? We're ready to go eat or whatever." And the guy goes, "It's all right. It's a girl. I'll be done so shortly." And I was like, "Well, he was oh, actually said he said I'm a girl. He's like, this is a girl. I got this." To his friend <laughs> right in front of me, and I looked at them like, "I can hear you. Do you know that?" Like, "Oh no, you're a girl. You're deaf. Remember?" Right. <laughs> Obviously, I don't understand yeah. you talking. Oh, my bad. Your breasts um, are far too loud. Obviously, <laughs> I've I actually even had one guy one time because War, War Machine, right? Many of you play, you know, timed turns with a chess clock. Okay, I was in the middle of my turn, had like ten minutes left, and this guy came up to his friend, was like, "Hey, what's taking so long?" And the guy said, "Oh, she's dragging the turn out. Mm -mm. It's on a clock. I can't drag anything out. <laughs> what are you talking? Oh my god, so frustrating." Mm -mm. Oh, I hear Lynn. Give me, give me, give me oh. that northern, give me that northern New Yorker. Come on. Oh, <laughs> come on, come on, give it to me, girl. <laughs> oh man, I would love to see some. I, I wouldn't want that to happen to Lynn, but I would love to see some. No, don't think for one minute that just because I didn't sit there and write the hashtag Me Too that I don't have my own stories. Because believe me, I do. I have stories that would turn all your hair white, whiter than cat than a uh, cat's hair up there. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you, I got stories, but I'm not going to sit there and get into all that crap, because then I thought this was supposed to be a fun show, and this will turn it into a not-fun show real quick. <laughs> well, and, and that's kind of one of the points that we need, to, we need to discuss on this, is that it's about a respect thing. Uh, a, a lot of respect on this, because it doesn't matter who and what you are. Yep. It's just, it's about respecting each individual as a person. Um. I also know that, like, in the painting stuff, I know one of the stereotypes of <laughs> female painters is all female painters are great painters no matter what they do. That instantly, that when they pick up the miniature and they pick up paint, that they can always paint a great miniature. Have yeah. anybody heard what that one? Have you, have you <laughs> seen oh, yeah, my miniatures? Totally true. Totally 100% no. true. Does Kat send us a bit of her hair and we just, like, clip it to our hair and then we can paint like her? <laughs> You actually have to eat it, is how that works. <laughs> <laughs> if I can paint that good, I'll eat it. I got it. Yep. No, I yeah. actually don't know about this stereotype. I've never like, heard that either, actually. Like, do you uh, just, yeah. are you supposed to skip your trash phase? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Oh, so... some, some get to skip their trash phase. I've seen it happen. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, sure, like, different talent levels and stuff, but, yeah. like, you know, I, when I was first started painting, um, Marika Raymer was the one who I was, like, slobber, like, let me look at all your art and beautiful <laughs> shit, and I saw her post, um, the first figure she ever painted, and it was, like, you know, it looked like anything that the first, that you would paint for the first time, like, right. it, I didn't prime it, and it's one color of purple, and it looks like crap, like, I don't know, I, I don't really understand that stereotype. I think what it is, and I'm going to largely try to actually be silent tonight despite the jokes and silliness, because um, I think that your voices are just, frankly, more important tonight. Um, it's not always, but tonight especially. So one of the things that I've heard people say at various painting tables is exactly that stereotype, and I don't hear it from women, I hear it only from guys. And then what they do is they talk about only the top three or four women painters that they know. They don't mention anybody in their community, they don't mention anybody else, and one of the things that I've always wondered about is do they know that there are women in their community who are painting, who are doing things? Like, is it just that they are so far out of the loop? Not necessarily. I think it. I think they sit there and use those top three or four uh, examples because they're out there on the internet, in social media, and it's automatically assumed that everybody else saw them so therefore when you sit there and say oh for example you know Susie Q who's always up on then you're then the person is always like oh yeah I know what you're talking about because I've already seen her on this page and that page and whatever if you sit there and talk about the chick 10 blocks down from you nobody's gonna know who the hell you're talking about and then most likely not gonna care so but if you sit there and you yeah, but if you talk about somebody that everybody's seen, like an act, even even when you talk about movies or you know use people for an example, an actor, you're gonna pick somebody everybody knows, not somebody that nobody knows from a hole in the wall from like a B-rated horror film or something. That's not how it works. Right. Yeah, and like I would mm -hmm. say that probably in most places still, um, the local gaming culture and like tabletop painting is predominantly male. So probably most of your local comparisons are other dudes. Not everywhere, but I would say a lot of places. Everywhere I've been, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm like thinking like, of women who have the painting DVDs <laughs> and stuff, too. Like, right, like, like oh, Haley. Yeah, yeah. it's like, look at this person. They paint amazingly. And it's like, well, yeah, because they've been painting forever. And they're well, amazing. Yeah. Would you like I, to see some poorly painted miniatures? I can send you some. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's actually a really good point that you bring up because we really don't start seeing people's name or start seeing their work until they become famous. Um, and one of my kids, I, uh, somebody knows, as everybody knows or doesn't know, I'm a special ed teacher, and I teach mentally behavior and you know some really really bad kids but a lot of them like to draw and I've got one kid in my classroom and she wants to be a tattoo artist and I'm like no problem let's figure out you know all this stuff and I actually use some of this stuff in math and she's learning how to draw mm -hmm. and she's like I just can't get this I'm just gonna give up I go what would have happened if say Todd McFarlane stopped drawing Spawn or any comic book artist or uh, J.K. Rollins decided screw it after she was told no the first few times for Harry Potter. Um, what would have happened to those things? We wouldn't have had them. So I'm like, you've got to keep trying. It doesn't matter if it looks bad. It doesn't matter if it looks good. You just got to keep trying and keep well, doing. Practice is a huge part of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, even even myself. Um, like I says, I I'm horrible at painting, but I'm going to push myself to try to get better. Um, and I think that it goes back that. We honestly, as a hobby community, don't see someone until after they've already 
gotten <coughs> really good at their craft or are on that precipice when they're getting really good. Um, and that's the reason why I, I wanted, you know, Jessica to be on here because she was like, well, I'm not a good painter. I would feel, you know, you know, bad for being on with all these awesome painters. And I'm like, no, Jessica. that's what we need to see. We need to have people like this. Yeah, everybody's giving you the what the fuck look. No. <laughs> Don't say those things. <laughs> well, everyone also is like, I feel like they've been in, in the hobby longer. Like, I kind of like, I kept doing the really bad thing, which is where you watch a bunch of tutorials you paint one time and you're like, it's true. Question. Every other painter on the cast, who else has done that? Where you've looked at what somebody else has done and been like, that's it, I'm done. I can't do this. Yeah. Okay. So well, I finally Kat Martin started stuff. practicing recently. So. Yeah, Kat, don't even look like that. Literally, I obsess over your work way too much. Like, I actually zoom in and I, like, focus and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to try, I don't know, but I'm going to try. Like, <laughs> I obsess over it. Oh, no. I, I don't know, like... It, that's definitely a thing, right? Like, with getting discouraged and getting maybe overwhelmed by looking at people's art. Like, one of my favorite artists ever when it comes to miniature stuff is uh, Bohan. And if you look at his work, like, the freehand is... Uh, is fucking absurd. Like, what? What? <laughs> How? How do you do that? And so I look at it, and it, like... it. I guess it, it makes me a little bit angry, but, like, it's a motivating kind of angry. Yeah. Like, I need to do it. Challenge. <laughs> you gotta put it on a model now. Right. Well, I think that was something that helped, too, was um, hearing people that I consider, like, people that I look up to as a painter, and they go, oh, my God, I was looking at this person's paintings, and how do they do that? And I feel like my stuff's not good enough. And I was like... <gasps> Everyone feels this way. Yay! Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. we do. <laughs> I also think why we notice maybe more, like, I don't want to say, like, more female painters who are really well, I think it's because there's so few of us that, in general, if one of us is, like, sticks out, it becomes a big deal. <laughs> like, look at, look at her, look at her, <laughs> look what she's doing. I can you know. see that. Because I know... I'm, I'm going to pick on somebody real quick. She's in the audience. My friend Erica. She's just now starting to learn how to paint. And she painted her first miniature. And it was really good. But she's done other painting before, just never miniatures. And, you know, she's looking at it. And I know she's like, well, it's not like... I'm like, don't worry about that. You just started. Keep working at it. Keep practicing. Keep doing. And you'll get better. I mean, whether you want to or not, it's up to you. But I think that's something that just kind of puts some people off because it's, well, shit. I'm never gonna be able to like Seth. I'm not gonna be able. To, I'm not gonna be able to paint any, like any of y'all ever unless I actually start doing it. Um, so Jessica, I'm gonna pick on you. How long have you been painting? Um, well, like I painted miniatures. Yeah, it's we'll been. I'd say like. It's been years, but I only started practicing actively and trying to really learn how to paint for, like, a year. So, like, I really started to, like, go, okay, I'm going to watch this tutorial, and then I'm going to try and do this over and over and over, and I'm going to try and paint every single day, even if it's for a few minutes. Which I know some of you guys paint every single day for, like, fucking 12 hours a day, and I don't even know how you do that, <laughs> but... I work a super boring cubicle job all day, so coming home and painting sometimes it's just like, oh, I don't have the energy to paint, but I would just go, you gotta fucking paint, or you're never gonna get better, so. 
That's so awesome. That, that takes discipline, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm kidding. Liz, um, I'm sure like a bunch of you met her at LibraCon. There's this girl, I'm probably pronouncing her screen name wrong, but she's Maura Hilda. Maura, everyone calls her like Maury. She always has the little antlers on. Yeah. She was drawing every day, no matter what it was. And I was just like, I'm going to paint every day because she's drawing every day. And she really inspired me because she was getting better like so fast. But I was just like, I'm going to do this too. But she was a huge inspiration for me with just how dedicated she is to everything she does. I mean, did everybody just automatically pick up a paintbrush and the first model was crystal brush winning <laughs> type material? She no. says no. No, mine's <laughs> <laughs> uh, still not. Mine's still not. <laughs> mine's no, I don't like, even think mine is either. Mine's like enamel. Do you guys remember the first models you painted? Oh yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. Mine was. I saw mine pictures of them somewhere. Malfoy model. Mine was a Malfoy model. I painted Ophelia, and she, like, when I painted her, I was like, "Holy shit, this looks awesome!" Super excited about it. And then, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> it looks like a, a five-year-old painted that. It's terrible. <laughs> It just means yeah. you've progressed, right? Like, it's a good yeah. thing. Yes. You look back and you're like, Yeah, no, oh. I, have, mm. I have progressed. It's not very much, but that's okay. We all live in our own <laughs> Not very much. Well, progress is progress. Yeah. Exactly. It's not going to look the same for everybody. So just to no. be an well, some... irritating teacher guy for a second, uh, I've heard people talk also about the 10,000 hours, that you need 10,000 hours of something. And what they've actually shown is that 10,000 hours doesn't matter. It's 10,000 hours of dedicated practice with reflection and a coach. And that's one of the nice things about those online uh, places that we have, like the Hobby Hangout, like yeah. the War Machine Painting, where people can give you feedback. That's what makes it valuable. So it's showing your stuff and being okay that they're going to say, yeah, that's done. I like it. Um, but mm -hmm. here's five things you can do to make it better. And then go try one of them. Right. Yeah. So, let's get away from the paint just a little bit. Let's get into the hobby. And when I'm talking about hobby, um, who here makes and sculpts their own stuff? Nobody? Like sculpt base, mm -hmm. basing stuff, not basing actual stuff. figures. Not actual figures? No. Really minor I, shit only. I mean, yeah, I've sculpted little things with green stuff for, like, bases before. But yeah. Kathy's got tiny Kathy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do have tiny Kathy. That was my very first, and so far only, uh, completely scratch sculpted model. And of course, that was a self portrait, so that I could I could put myself in other people's dioramas and take selfies. That's awesome. And the best. And so yeah, she's been right. she's been touring around all the different conventions over the course of this year. So, not many sculptors, per se. Nothing like constant, make their own stuff. What about gamers? Who actually yeah. plays the games they, they paint? I do. Yeah, I do. I, do not. I used to. I used to play Malifaux. Alright, so let's, let's go around the table. Kat, what <laughs> games are you playing? I don't play wise? tabletop games anymore at all. Like, D&D &D is as far as I go, where, like, maybe I'll paint a model, and it'll be my character, and I'll put it on the table. I used to play War Machine, but I just, I realized that I just wanted to be painting. So, yeah. That is totally okay. 
I'm also really like tactically not sound whatsoever. <laughs> I make terrible Same. decisions in games. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Angelina, what are you playing? Um, I play Infinity: The Game by Corvus Belli. Um, that is pretty much the only game I play like seriously. I've played 40k a little, but you know, <laughs> like I don't really play it like that. Um, and I also have a miniature in the Infinity game, which is great. So I guess that shows how much I play it. Yay. <laughs> I do. That's so cool. It's it is. You know how many boxes of those girls I've had to paint already? It is crazy. Everybody's oh, like, paint riot girls for me. Ah. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah. So pretty much Infinity is your go-to game and tournament style type stuff? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, Kathy, what do you play? My gateway miniature game was Blood Bowl. And... I played in a league, a local league, and I did participate in one tournament, and, and we all had a blast, and I love that game. I don't get a chance to play things these days. I'm busy, and the game store that we used to go to all the time closed, uh, so I used to play 40K. Uh, I haven't played since the beginning of 5th edition, though. Although I'm told that this is the time to get back into it now, I, I hear they've yeah I hear they've made some great changes. I still have my army. I still have my dark angels. Nice. This, is, this edition is actually a really good edition. Uh, it's it's a much cleaner, much better version of the game, much simpler. So yeah, if you want to get back into it, I'd say right now is the time to do it. That, that's what I'm hearing, and I just need to find some place. But also, I have. A guild ball team. I have the butchers. Um, they're all painted. Uh, I've only played one and a half games yet with them, so because no local game store convenient to me. Uh, but my friends have promised that at Adepticon we can play games. So, hey. <laughs> oh, and what? and bolt action. Oh, I could go on. I'm like the bolt action <laughs> is the one that. I'm actually, I've played a few games and I, I see more in my future because my husband also is really into that right now. And we have a bunch of other friends. We can go into somebody's basement and play. And that's uh, World War II. But it has the same kind of uh, flavor as 40K, but, you know, World War II instead of bolt guns, it's, you know, rifles. Um, but I've really enjoyed the mechanics of that game. Cool. So. I won't go on. No, because actually <laughs> our first episode, when we get the team all back together, is Ask Cassie Everything. We're gonna ask <laughs> it's going to be all about you. So, and we'll, we'll have, a, we'll have a, a, a pod stream all about that. So, Liz, are you playing any uh, games? Uh, not currently. I used to play Malifo for like a year and a half. Like when I first got into gaming. Well, tabletop gaming. And then I just kind of stopped playing <laughs> and started painting. So. All right. Then I've got my next question that's going to be coming up shortly. But I want to know, Jessica, are you playing anything? I am not. Um, I was always into Dungeons & Dragons. I played multiple editions. My husband played since, like, 
I don't know, early 90s, he used to like mapping. <laughs> so, uh, but we ran into the everyone gets older and has a pile of children and can no longer game category. So Aww. I haven't played D&D for a little while, but that's also how I got into painting is uh, making your, you know, characters. I think it's like a gateway drug to miniature painting. Oh, it really is. Is, is the role-playing aspect. Seth, are you playing anything? I am playing War Machine when I can. I'm playing grammar review games. I'm playing how should I fix that paragraph. I'm playing a lot of games <laughs> in class and at school. <laughs> I'm playing with people's hearts and minds. Uh... <laughs> But I don't have a lot of time for other things. Every now and then I think about getting into... Uh, there's an RPG group here that's pretty strong that um, I've talked to, and they said they got room for one more person. But it's just a matter of time right now. And if I don't have time to do the podcast, I really don't have time to start a new RPG. Um, though, in the move, I did find a piece of childhood memory that was kind of terrifying. I found my first edition of D&D, um, wow. Which was nice. the the basic edition from 1983, and I do remember getting it when it came out <laughs> over at Games Plus. So Kathy, I have been gaming there since basically I was an embryo. Wow. Yeah. So maybe one day I'll get time to to game again. Right now I can find an hour or so every couple of days to do some painting. But I am sick of painting armies. What? <laughs> It's true. It's true. Lynn, hmm. what you playing? Oh, um, I play uh, Guild Ball Warhammer Warhammer 40k. I used to play War Machine, but I I wasn't really enjoying that because people ruined it for me, so I stopped playing that. And then, um, let me think, what else? Uh, I have the stuff for Blood Bowl. And that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I play a lot of stuff, but yeah, that's like mainly what I play. So, question on that: since you said you stopped playing War Machine because of what happened, was yeah. it a was it a tournament t- style scene that kind of pushed you back away from it? No, I or just that's it? it. Oh, sorry. Or was it what? Sorry. Or was it the players? What 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 pushed you away from War Machine and Hordes? Uh, because basically, uh. Every I was trying to learn the game. I work literally over a hundred hours a week, so I don't have time to fully sit there and read a rule book from cover to cover. It's just that's that's my life. And uh, but I am I, I do learn by if people demonstrate to me how to do something. So I say, hey, how do you do this? Oh, you do it like this. Okay, I'm good. Goodbye. I'm good. <laughs> but like I sat there and uh, I asked people how to play the game, and every person told me a different way to play it. And I turned around and I said, and I started getting pissed off when, like, in the same event, a third person told me differently what I could do with my character. And he was sitting there, like, well, your character can only do this. My character, he could sit there and he could do this and chew bubblegum and scratch his ass and do this and do that (laughs) and and you beat, you know? And so, dude, that I turned around. Yeah, see? So I turned around and I said, and I said, all right, that's it. And I pointed out the other two and I said, 
why the hell are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this? And why are you telling me this? How the hell is this game played? You guys, there's a book, so that means there's a standard to how this whole thing is done. And each year they're giving me a different story. So how the hell are you teaching other people how to play the game if you're giving everybody a different story? Yep. That used to happen to me, dude, in tournaments. It was the craziest shit. And then I was like... And actually, it would, like, TOs, would, like, running the event would be get confused. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So I, I actually wrote a letter to Privateer Press about it and was like, hey, bro, here's the deal. And it wasn't even so much my... The truth is, even though it disappointed me with playing the game, the truth is, is that I felt bad because if I'm going through it, I knew a bunch of other people were going through it, too. So other people's times are getting ruined. And if these people who teach people to play the game are supposed to be leaders in it, then you're not setting the example and you're ruining other people's, you know, time. Or, and how are you supposed to get people in the hobby if you do shit like that? That makes no sense to me. So I, I wrote like a whole thing and was like, hey, to be honest, here's what happened. I worry for other people because of this, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not telling you because I'm expecting any sort of petition or change or whatever. I'm just telling you because I just think you should know that this is going on. And right. apparently, this goes on all over the place, obviously, because Angie's in Wisconsin and, yeah. you know, not here in Texas. So, obviously, you know. But, yeah, I did sit there and find out from other people that it goes on, like, pretty much all over the place. And I think that that's a shame. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and the reason why I ask is because I mean I'm a huge War Machine and Horse fan. I used to be a press gamer before the oh, right. got cut over, and, yeah, yeah. And, and and so I was always the guy that was like, "All right, let's sit down, let's do this. Let me tell you the basics. Then let me show you the complicated stuff. Let me yeah. show you the combos." And so I understand a hundred percent where you're coming from. One, you got people that don't know the game, because I've gone to tournaments where this guy's like, well, this rule says this, and this is this, and I'm like, but that's not what the rule is. And they're like, yeah, that is. And I'm like, no, here is the rule. Here's where it's written in black and white in the book. Here it is. This is how it works. Now, don't get me wrong. We're all going to make mistakes, and we're all going to, you know, flub a rule or two, because there's guess, so yeah. too, there's, there's a huge amount. And, and I'm sure you're, I mean, you're shaking your head, and you're like, that's understandable. You're talking about huge egregious errors and problems yeah exactly no yeah like i mean i'm not i'm not trying to be a dick and be like oh that i don't understand that people sometimes have you know different perceptions or you know or understand you know especially if say someone has god forbid a learning disability or something like that you know if there was a little variation because someone misunderstood or stood it or understood it a certain way i would have had no issue with that <clears throat> whatsoever and, and you know what? I have three college degrees. So obviously, I'm not confused on how this bullshit works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the best war machine or was the best war machine player ever either. The thing is, is that Brandon is, is just as smart as I am. And he went through the same thing. So we were just both like, nah, bro. Like, we loved the models. We kept which models we liked. But we sold off all the rest of our stuff. Because I was like, I just... In all honesty, I've I've been going through, especially in the last few years, way too much stress in my life to sit there and let a game stress me out. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Totally. It just doesn't make sense, and it's not worth it. So yeah, Brandon and I, we just we sold off our War Machine stuff. We kept what we liked in way of models. I still like the models. Don't get me wrong. I still love Privateer Press and their paints and everything else. And I love the guys. Don't get me wrong. I just felt that that was not that whole uh, thing wasn't good. That's all. <clears throat> Oh, I, I, and I 
totally agree with you. There, this is a game, um, yeah. and that's and it's it's kind of what Kathy and I had talked about this when we were talking about her joining the podcast. And I was like, we're a gaming podcast. We're not a let's make the best list. Let's go over the best cool stuff. Um, let's build the best list for tournament play. You know, all those things because that's not who we are. We're about games. And I, because I, I told her, because she listened to us on the way back, and I, I apologize for that, Kathy, that you had to listen to us on the way back. Um, because we don't, we don't get into that. I mean, we do discuss stuff that's important, and we do discuss, like, game rules and everything, but it's not the center focus of what we're doing on the podcast. And I feel bad that you got treated that way for the fact that that's not the game I play, and yeah. that's not the way I want the game to be played. Because if something's difficult we need to hey step back and see what's going on and figure out and if it's like okay i played guild ball tried guild ball tried it tried it just wasn't my game have yeah. nothing against it. it's just not my game and yeah. i can see if you can say hey that's not my game because it's not your style sure. but you had a bad experience and if there is an ever a time and i'll see you at adepticon i will play your game on War machine and we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna drink at the same time during it deal yeah yeah, that's fine. I mean, the thing is, too, is that it wasn't just that one event. No. It yeah. happened in another part of Texas that I was at, too, where, you know, these dudes... And, and people came to me complaining about it, too, that, like, in another part of Texas at another at another game store, my, my some of my friends over there were just like, yeah, dude, every, I tried to learn the game, and this dude tried to teach it to me, but only in a way to make sure that he wins. Mm -hmm. And it's oh, like, yes, that's totally yeah, what they would always that. do. And it's like, for Christ's sake, it's toys. It's just toys. That's all it is. You know what I mean? You're not going to get, you're not going to cure cancer or anything by winning the game. So please <laughs> get over yourself and remember that it's a game. Like, that. Yep. that's it. I don't really? understand why people do that. Great, and Just to win a game, like, oh, that's gross. It is. so gross. It like, really if you're is. doing a demo or something and you're, like, trying to crush someone, and I have seen that happen, it's like, why are you doing this? It's, the it's not a thing. challenge for you. Nope, right? I've seen you people disgusting? do it to children, too. Yeah. 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 What? That's, yeah. That's so that, messed yeah. up. Ask, ask Brandon. So I think Brandon was there for one of those situations, and he was like, no, that's not okay. That's beyond messed up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things about War Machine Horde is it's such a competitive game that some people just take it way too serious. And yeah. I'm like, alright, it's a game flat out to begin with. I don't care what anybody says, it's a game. And now, if you and I are going to be sitting down learning a game, teaching you a game, we're going to roll dice, have a good time, let you ask questions, take things back. I'm like, hey, you don't want to do that because if you do do that, this could happen. And they're like, so what else do you want to do instead? But there is such a steep learning and steep competitive curve to War Machine Awards yeah. that people get rolled like crazy. And I'm like, okay, one, if it's just a game at the shop <laughs> and we're just learning how to play and we're figuring out the rules and stuff, do take backs, move things back, do whatever you want so you can have fun. Right. right. Exactly. If, if, if you're going to a tournament, I can't help you. I mean, the I tournaments. Can't they yeah. game they game the list too with tier lists too like so they'll just always make sure they've got the best thing to give all the benefits and you're just yeah you're and screwed. so I'm not going to speak about tournament play I'm going to talk about what you did because if someone's teaching you how to play the game to get you in you don't go and rickroll them and you don't teach them the wrong way or teach them how so you can win there's no point in that 
I'm, I would rather have someone in the game that's horrible at playing but enjoys playing than to lose a player than anything else because that's very important to me. Um, because at one point you may come in and just whoop the shit out of me after you figure out something that you liked and you got and I didn't see it coming because I've never I'm not used to it. But whooping the shit out of somebody just so you can whoop the shit out of them is plain asinine. It's, it's bad for yeah. the community. It's really bad. Yeah. That's that's exactly my point. That's exactly what I said when I wrote to them too. I was like, "That's bad for the community. These are people that you have chosen to to be leaders in your community because obviously you guys are in a building in Seattle. You can't be everywhere, you know. So you pick these certain people to represent you, and you know, basically they're representing you to look like an asshole. And if that's what you exactly. want, that's fine. But, like, I know that's not how you guys are, you know? Like, we all know Dallas. He's one of the sweetest human beings in the world. You know what I mean? So, obviously, they're not about that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just, I felt that it was definitely bad for the community. Now, tournament play, I can completely understand the change in mindset, the competitiveness. Mm -hmm. Because you got to be in that mindset. you got to, so to speak, get into character. Otherwise, that can mess up your flow or your work or whatever. That's fine. But, like, mm -hmm. we're sitting there, we're trying to have fun in a game, and you're just trying to teach somebody, like, calm down. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. See, what was before, I'm going to tell a bit of myself, and before I started playing War Machine Hordes, I played <laughs> 40K. And I played yeah. competitive 40K. And I was huge competitive into it. No take backs, no nothing. It was just this. And I played in a tournament, and I rickrolled everybody I went against. And I went, this is not fun for me. This is not fun for my opponent. I'm not having fun. He's not having fun. There's just nothing going on here. I'm like, I'm done with this game. <coughs> because it's turned into the competitive thing. And I'd stopped playing tournament games. I, I sold off everything. And then War Machine and Hordes came out. And I was like, nope, not going to get into it. Not going to do it. And then someone showed it to me and showed me the style. And we had a good time. And it was real small. And it was fun. I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. And got into it. Now, I'm a tournament player. But I'm not a hardcore tournament player. If I lose, two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. It's a game. Yeah. That's what I do. I mean, I'm going to have fun. If I'm not having fun, I'm definitely not going to play. So, I think that's... And I think that's gotten to be... I don't want to say it's an issue with War Machine Hordes, but I've seen that pattern before. Yeah, it's... That's not the only game. I mean, I've seen no. people turn around and do it in Warhammer and Warhammer 40k, too. And, and I feel the same way about that. Games. Oh, yeah, totally. Yep. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, Liz, I saw you shaking your head a couple of times when we were talking about competitive play and people rickrolling the rules to make them for themselves. What you got to tell me? Well, so there was a time where I attempted 40K. And during that time, I encountered people who were even close to me who were doing the same thing to me. Yeah. But so, people that I loved and trusted and like that was how they played against me. So That's rude. Yeah, thank you. A lot of people ask me a lot of people ask me all the time why I like don't like 40k and like it stems from that. Like it it was pretty bad because it was every time I tried to play. You know, any time that I actually tried to learn, you know, it went south. So, and then 
there were some other issues there too, but we won't get into that. That's not cool. There's so, the yeah, lesson here that 40k makes you a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> um, it used to be, and the, and the thing well, is, is Seth and Kat can kind of go with this. And 40k, the community, when whenever I played it previous before War Machine Horse, was toxic beyond belief. I mean, it was bad, bad, bad toxic. I mean, theft among players, you know, just mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then when I got into War Machine Hordes and started getting into the community of that, that community is the tightest community I've ever seen. I have never been in a community of players that when someone got their army stolen, the entire community bought him a whole new army. Twice. Wait, which community is this again? Sorry, I didn't, the, my cats. The War, the War Machine and Hordes community, outside of what you're having with, but as the personal level. Yeah. I, I had a friend of mine, Clifton Klein, uh, which is in the Tulsa area had yep. his um, <laughs> troll blood army stolen one time got yeah. replaced that's um, awesome the community got together and did that um, then uh, something happened and he got it replaced again oh um, god then uh, example uh, William Hungerford had his entire um, minions army stolen from his car oh, so Jesus. of course he got his army back but the community all painted the army for him they all sent uh, pieces out That's to the press sweet. gangers, That's and so cool. all the press gangers got the models and painted up his army and sent it back to him. Um, That's really awesome. Yeah, um, and I know this is you know it's a sad thing, but when Kim passed away, um, we raised a shit ton of money for different charities. People came out of the woodwork. Uh, everybody just came out and supported everybody, and <laughs> we bonded together. Um, I know at one War Machine Weekend event, I mean, at, at there people just leave their armies on the tables. Overnight, yeah, and just leave them out there, and nobody cares until we saw one person try to pick up someone's army that wasn't theirs, and the entire group of people standing around jumped him and beat him down, and made sure he couldn't take that army from him because that's how tight the community is. That's amazing. Yes, uh, that's how like, the Infinity community is too. I love yeah. it. See, I haven't been. I don't know much about the Infinity community, and and, and that's the kind well, of community that's I want. I want that type of community because I can go, crap. Uh, a prime example. Go to War Machine Weekend. A new model comes out, brand new. Um, Glacier King. Just came out at, Gen- at, at, at War Machine Weekend. I need to borrow two for a tournament. Two guys I don't even know. Never met them. Give me that. <coughs> give me both of those models. These are $120 models for the weekend to play with. Yeah. Well, and that, really and that awesome. also community... The Malifaux community is the same way. Like, they're a really good group of people. Like, I think in general, the gaming community is it's pretty good. Really good. You're gonna, but you're gonna have bad apples. Like, no matter what game you play, for sure, or what community you're in. Like, oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that's just well, kind of how it is. And it like sucks. I'm 40k, like it's so old by comparison and has such yeah. a larger fan base that exactly. I feel like if you take the stance that like 90% of anything is shit, there's just more of it there. Um, <laughs> yep. So like, I feel like it's not necessarily that it's it's a worse community by what it is. It's just that there's there's a more potential for things to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And they can be a little bit say, louder about it. Yeah, well, yeah, and, like, most of the stories that I've heard, because I've never been part of the Warhammer community, um, but most of the story, like, the really bad ones involving women have come from Warhammer. Um, 
but yeah, I just feel like it's because it's so popular. I think so. Yeah, it goes without saying it's the, like, some people, like, are like, but I'm not like that. I'm, I'm a decent person, and it's like, it's not all gamers, it's not all this, it's not all that. Oh, for sure. Like, right. You can have, like, um, a place I used to live in, the local gaming store was extremely toxic no matter who you were. Like, mm-hmm. you walked in, you weren't a local, you better fuck off, because we don't want you here, we have our core group. To the point where people who worked there were like, this store just is terrible because they scare away new people. They opened another location, and everyone's like, you have to go to the new location. It's the most wonderful, demoing, welcoming, (laughs) beautiful place on the world. And you're like, that's so bizarre. And considering where they were located, where I grew up, I'm like, well, that fucking makes sense because everyone from that area is a fucking asshole. But... (laughs) (laughs) I think other things is, I hate that games come out because there's actually some really good games and we get that toxic community where I'm going to rickroll you or I'm going to change it so you're not having a good time, but I'm winning. And I think that ruins a lot of games out there. A lot of games. Yep. I think in a lot of cases, that's also, not in every case, but in a lot of cases, when I've seen people who do that, they're not the people who travel, they're not the people who are dedicated to actually playing the game, they're trying to control their local game store, and it's such petty stuff that if even a couple other people in the store stand up to that, uh, invite someone into play, play the demo, become the person who gets really good at losing, which is, frankly, hard to do. Um, when you're teaching someone the first time. like It can be tricky to, to sacrifice a game to somebody who doesn't know how to move a model. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's not like you're letting them win. You're just making sure they're having a good time and knowing the basic rules. Mm-hmm. And if by doing that, it means they win based on their choices after you give them that information, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it should be done. We used to have a guy in our Blood Bowl community who wondered, you know, why the community was so small at the time and we were trying to grow it. And then I saw him trying to uh, welcome somebody into the community with a game and this guy hadn't played many games before. And he was smoking him. And I'm like, dude, where do you think you are? Yeah, I mean, someone brought up a, a good point that when, when you're demoing a game, you're showing the capability of the game. You're not showing how well you can beat somebody. You're going, yeah. let's do a take back. Let's see how this works. Or, oh, crap, my dice rolled really well. Let's say I missed that dice roll instead. Let's show you what would happen if this would have happened instead. Um, and people were saying that's what we need to be doing. We, we need to be nurturing the community to be a better community, not kicking each other's ass just so we can win. And, and like I said, I'm not talking about anybody here. I mean, cats really mean to me 99% of the time, so I don't worry about that. <laughs> but I mean, we, I mean we, we, we've got to grow the community because we are a bunch of nerds. We are playing with little dolls. We're painting little dolls. We're just having to turn a good time. We've got other things to worry about than someone being a douche to us while we're playing. Dude, they're action exactly. figures. <laughs> <laughs> toy I mean, soldiers. Toy soldiers, whatever. Well, like, something I was talking to about with uh, Liz Beckley was that she's starting to get into historical miniatures. 
and that community, which is, like, not an area that I have anything to do with or know anything about, but she was saying that, like, the people in it who are mostly guys who are pretty old are, like, really excited to see someone young getting into it because they're dying. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you have to keep your community, like, welcoming truth. if you don't want it to go away when you do. Yeah, right. it's true. That is truth, truth, truth. Yeah, I would rather have someone come in, rather new people come in, than an old guy come in and just noob stomp everybody. There's no point in it. Uh, one, it builds the community and brings everybody up. Two, helps my local store, because where am I going to play if I don't have my local store? I mean, being in my house get pretty boring. No one comes in and sees new <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then I run out of alcohol a lot quicker, and I, no bueno. <laughs> so, I well, mean, who's I, got our priorities? Alcohol's number one. <laughs> uh, going to, going back to your miniature, uh, the historical one, cat. I uh, I've actually started friending some people that do historical miniatures, and holy f- fuck, some of those guys are insane. Mm. Uh, it's weird how little crossover there is between the communities. Like, yeah, there's a lot to offer there. I mean, there was what was the, and I think maybe you showed it or somebody else, uh, where it was like a a scene, and there was raindrops. Um, and it was like a horses, and someone had mm-hmm. these liquid raindrops coming down, and these plastic raindrops, and the yeah. raindrops were actually static in the air. I remember who showed me that. Oh, crazy! Yeah, it was. It was yeah, somewhere. they do. I had that yeah. on my page. It was it your page? Yeah. That was. I mean, it was like it was this diorama, and it had raindrops coming in the air, coming down, mm-hmm. and hitting everything, and it was like holy shit. Um, and some of the medieval stuff, like the banners and the coat of arms and the stuff that they put on their horses, I'm just like, these guys, I have no way in hell. Because it's all freehand. Yeah, I mean, you can tell they, that it's they do all crazy freehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they'll have a base of the mud. You can, like, smell the mud in the grass when you look at it because it's so realistic. Then you realize they have to, like, read history and shit so that they can paint yeah. this stuff. So and I'm like, them get the everything fuck? so accurate, like, yeah. down to, like, what color the pins are supposed to be and the buttons are supposed to be. Like, wow. Yeah. So you get what a little kooky about that, would though. They make it? Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, accuracy. I'm making someone purple today because they're being purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because some of them do get pretty, uh, pretty hardcore on it. Because I go to uh, Midwest Melee, and there's a lot of historical stuff. And then some of the guys are like, that's not the real coat, and that's not the real button that goes with that soldier. Because back in 1922, blah 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 oh blah blah, gosh. and they get, they get oh, really serious? picky on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> that shade of olive drab is not the correct shade of <laughs> olive drab. I've heard this. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, that- that's because they're super serious about it. And now that we're getting into the bolt action, where it's it, it's all World War Two, so you know there are historical people who are getting into that, and then we're getting more into you know painting the historical like vehicles and stuff like that, and uh, it's changing the way that we make our bases because now we've got these little familiar-looking people that aren't just space marines or elves, you know. We, we know what, you know, army men look like, you know, in uniform. We've seen the pictures of World War II and stuff and the things that are around them. And, and when we were basing that stuff using the same techniques for our fantasy armies or our 40K, 
it didn't look real, you know? Mm. So we found ourselves having to figure out how we could make things look more realistic. I will never forget what last time, uh, Kathy, you and Jim and I hung out, and Jim was so yeah. excited because he'd figured out how to make horse poop. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. And he was like, no, 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 I'm not being funny. Let me show you how to make the horse poop. And he was right. Like, it looked exactly like it. He was, and I'm like, okay. Does he have a tutorial for that? That, that I has say, to I make one. ammo I stuff that he was experimenting with. Mm -hmm. I want to make horse poop. And need them to show me. I know you can contact Doug Hamilton on how to make horse penises because he's an expert on doing that now. Mm. Well, some of our local players complained about Doug Hamilton's horses because they've got sculpted penises on them. And we had local players actually shave the penis off. Oh so, my god. god. Oh, Thank you. Why are they so scared? It can't hurt them. That's so I know. funny. <laughs> it is. It's hilarious. They were like. They don't want to have to paint it. That's yeah. why. Because this is funny, yeah. Like, because a penis. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you're shaving off. Would you want someone to shave yours off? Like I'm making a gelding. It's historically accurate. Leave me alone. That's the ball, not you know. That has like the big monsters and demons and stuff. I remember back when I was on the Cool Meter Not forums, people would order them sometimes because they're like, I want to paint a big badass demon, but like they have really like detailed sculpted genitalia underneath that like you that, don't see in the pictures at all and so oh, they would get them and be like oh <laughs> what do I do with this it's like paint it like suck it up come on <laughs> <laughs> correct wording suck it up um, yeah suck it up. Well, I had I'd actually messaged Doug and I was said Doug you've got to get this one arena rex model and um, they've got this one character that's on a horse, and they've got a sculpted asshole on it. And I'm like, Doug, you're slacking. I took a picture, a real close picture of it. It's like, you got to get on the game. I need a horse asshole on my horse models now. <laughs> and he was like, thanks, Gonzo. <laughs> so with that said, we're actually coming into our media section. I Hopefully everybody watched a movie. No. no. Uh oh, look at Cat. Cat um, forgot to do part of her homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did actually watch a couple of movies, so we're going to switch over to the media section um, and talk about movies or TV shows that we've watched. No spoilers because Miss Liz over there has not seen Stranger Things, and I don't want her to cry right now. Thank I you. I haven't either. That's good. All right. Let's switch one. over. So, we're going to go to the media section and. One of the things that we talk about during this is movies or TV shows that we've watched, and we rate them on a scale of A, zero shots of Kraken means you can watch it, and it's a great and wonderful movie. And you can go as far as you want on shots of Kraken for whatever you think you need to take so you can get through a movie. There's no upper limit? No, there's no <laughs> upper limit. You can go to bottles, but I don't you think we've got that many that have gone to the bottle level. <clears throat> So it is up to you. So, so is anybody want to volunteer their time first? I finished watching Caesar Two of Stranger Things and I'm proud of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a non-spoiler spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. Liz, did you watch any movies this week? Uh, well, yes, I watched. You are gonna laugh when I say it. We're not gonna yeah. laugh. Okay, you're gonna laugh. <laughs> 
Um, Liz and I watched Wild Wild West. It's <laughs> a great movie. What are you talking about? Kevin Kline and Will Smith. Yes. I don't know. I don't know we love it. It's, it's so funny. good. It is. <laughs> it's I, good. And and we watched the mummy. Wait, oh, no, which one? The Brendan, which one? The Brendan Fraser one. The Brendan Fraser one. Okay, oh, so that, that was good. One. good. Okay, that okay. was a good one. So give us give us a review of <laughs> the mummy Brendan Fraser version and how many shots of cracking you need to get through it. Um, just one, and that's Why? just just because. I like to drink, and so. <laughs> yeah. I like your honesty. <laughs> because you like to drink. Yeah. Now I, I haven't like seen too much. So that's why I only get one. And see, I can't. I haven't seen the new Tom Cruise version, and I refuse to unless someone forces me to on the podcast. The whole bottle of Kraken. It pretty much it is. Is it really that bad? At the thirty dollar oh, level really Patreon, terrible. you too That's can make you, Gonzo watch the mummy. You need to get me to watch it. No. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, and Wild Wild West, same thing. Just one. Just one for Wild Wild West, the Will Smith version. Yeah, I just need oh. look. Okay, first of all, I only need one shot, and I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm good. I need more than that. Will Smith in that yeah. in that outfet. It's so it's much fun. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. Oh. And that oh. song is just my jam. I freaking right? love that song. Don't even get me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have to listen to the song after. <laughs> oh. Bonus points for anyone who can sing it. <laughs> Oh, for a measly yeah. $20 on the Patreon account, <laughs> Kathy will sing that on air. No one wants to hear that. I will totally donate $20 whenever <laughs> I do <have> <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm loading up Patreon. <laughs> okay. So, with that being said, Seth, did you watch any movies this week? <laughs> nope. Any Pass. TV shows? <laughs> Uh, no. If you would like to hear the heart-wrenching tale of 115 sophomores, I read a lot of essays this week. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass. Is that like being forced to watch, like, a bunch of really bad movies, but in your brain? Okay, so here's like, what happens. A reality TV. Rather than go through the movies, here's what happens. Is being an English teacher, and the students were writing about the place that they most feel at home was the prompt that I'd gotten stuck with and realizing that this was probably a mistake every time I looked at one I would read the first paragraph and here's what would go through my head okay it's not interesting but it's not dangerous I don't have to call any police yet everything's fine uh yep that's an email to the counselor okay um or that was incredibly, 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 incredibly boring, but I'm through it. And then every now and then, I would laugh out loud, and then I have to ask myself, was that intentionally funny, or was it accidentally funny? And I don't know yet. <laughs> I won't know till Monday. But on Monday, I'm very excited, because I might have an incredibly hysterical student who's just, who's just a super introvert. 
And if that's the case, <laughs> come to me. You are mine. <laughs> He's one of ours. And that would be wonderful. Um, and then the majority of them are just like, yeah, that was, all right, yeah, you're, you're a sophomore, and that's what you think, and that's great. Um, now let me talk to you about your grammar, because I know you care. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my review. Uh, three shots of Kraken. Three shots of Kraken, you do that? Wait, per essay? No, no, uh, per, yeah. per sit. Oh. Per sit to read. Okay. Right, that'll get you through a good oh 15. Yeah, you'd probably die otherwise, right? Yeah. I mean... That's a little crazy. I've had the same bottle of Kraken for a long time. I just keep refilling it with water to see what happens. It's not It's not getting any stronger. Probably not. Mm -hmm. I think we just need to sit under a bottle of Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm working at public school. They don't, they don't pay me in Kraken money. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Who's up next, Gonzo? Let's go with Cat. Cat, did you watch any movies or TV shows this week that you want to talk about? Um, it wasn't this week, but the most recent movie I saw was the new Blade Runner. Ooh, and give me a review on that. Good? I really liked it. Um, it felt like of all the sequels that have come out recently, not a lot of them have felt like they really like had the soul of the original, and this one definitely did. Um, so I, I definitely recommend it. You don't need any shots of Kraken to get through it, but if it helps you get in that, like, craggy, old man, everything is terrible kind of mood, then you should go for it, because that's definitely part of the movie. No, I'm and also, this time of year, um, I always like to watch the same short series, because it's, like, Halloween-y, and it's one of my favorite things ever, and it's called Over the Garden Wall. And I love that series. I love it so much. Like whenever it gets cold outside and the leaves start changing, I'm like, oh, it's time. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. All right, Angelina, what you got? Um, well, as far as movies go, I only watched It Man. It was the only movie I watched this week. Oh, if any of you know that, yes. it's a fantastic movie. Watched yes. all of them. Um, They're great. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one yet. I didn't oh know they made God. the third one, but I have to. Yeah, movies one to three are awesome, and then the fourth one, I kind of lost me. They made a fourth one? See, I didn't even know they made that many. Eh. Um, otherwise, I've been watching Stranger Things, which I have not finished yet, and Mindhunter, which Kathy was talking about before, which I am literally on the last episode, and it's so good. I'm. It's like... It's such a great show. It's a fantastic show. As somebody who was always weirdly, being from Wisconsin, being from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, somebody who's always been like kind of weirdly obsessed with serial killer things, it's like the greatest show ever. Like the greatest. Are there a lot of serial killers in Milwaukee? Ah, uh, well, Dahmer was from Milwaukee. Wisconsin's okay. kind of no yeah. yeah. Wisconsin's just known for having. She's Eddie. like, do you not know about me? There's Thank actually you. there's actually a shirt I'm gonna be getting with a picture of Wisconsin and it has. Dahmer and Ed Gein in it, and it says, Wisconsin, we eat people here. Um, <laughs> um, Wisconsin's just oh known for having God. a lot of craziness, but Mindhunter is a great show if you have some weird obsession with serial killer things for some reason. It's fantastic. That's what apparently we do. That's me. I guess. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes. It's okay. We're normal. <laughs> but that's it for me. Um, who is? Lynn. Yeah. Did you watch anything that you want to talk about this week? Uh, movies? No, I just pretty much only watched um, 
strength you know that was pretty much my only goals or whatever for the the week other or, or as of recently rather um other than that i've been re-watching uh all the old robert stack episodes of unsolved mysteries mm, on nice. Prime. really good and I'm currently rewatching the last season, which is season 12, because the show stopped in 2001, and then Robert Stack died of cancer or whatever in 2003. Mm. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Who else? Uh, Jessica. Um, so I guess since it's October. Uh, we went to see the remastered version of Suspiria at our local theater, um, which uh, 70s horror, like especially Italian horror and Hammer Horror movies are some of my favorite movies. Um, so we were really excited. It was in, um, I've been drinking a little bit, so I was trying to think of how to say Italian. <laughs> it was in Italian. Wow. Uh, <laughs> But um, so it's in the original uncut Italian, and it was and it had subtitles on it, so that was cool because every version I've seen has been dubbed. Um, there is a scene if you have not seen Suspiria, where someone falls into a room full of razor wire. The first time I watched Suspiria, I had been drinking a lot more than five shots. I thought she f fell into a room of a giant slinky, and I didn't understand why she <laughs> oh was my so hot. I was sitting there like, is there a giant slinky? Is this an Italian thing? Do they have rooms with giant slinkies? But um, I, I don't need any alcohol to get through it, but if you drink a lot, you'll be like, giant slinkies, dude. What's up with this? That's amazing. So, did I miss anybody? Anybody? I think Just I me. Just Kathy? Just oh, me. Kathy, you'll have to check out the patron rewards. <laughs> when we're done with this, no, you but... need to check out the patron rewards. All right. So, Kathy, just as a, as a tip, my parting tip to you. Wear a kilt. Every week. I mean, always wear a kilt. <laughs> uh, they are incredibly comfy. I've actually asked to wear mine at work, and apparently in the South, that's not... They're not ready for that. They're not ready no. for me. No, they're not. They are not. Uh, but, Kathy, so one of the games that the guys are going to play is every week they're going to try to sign you up for something that you probably don't want to do. So stay on your toes uh, for fear that you actually agree to something. Just just let me know. <laughs> Will you donate a kidney? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why am I scheduled for surgery on Tuesday? I <laughs> <laughs> woke right. up in this alley and I have a pain in my side. <laughs> Basically. Be in a tub full of ice. Well, if you woke up in the alley, that's at least one part of good news. <laughs> Alright, Kathy, what you got for us movie-wise, TV-wise? So... You already heard about Mindhunter, and that's that's my current jam, and I'm trying to get through the last few episodes before I make my way through Stranger Things too. So that's that's my goal. Plus, I still have to watch The Unnameable, which is a mm -hmm. 1980s horror flick based on a Lovecraft story. 
and uh, only because I painted a bust of the unnameable and I had no idea what it was and I felt like I should. So it's research. There you go. Very cool. And I'll tell you what I think of it in our next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that said, um, this weekend on Friday, I hung out with Erica and she had never seen Wonder Woman yet. And so I was like, the hell, I'll bring over a Wonder Woman and put the Blu-ray on. Uh, I was meaning to paint during this, but I couldn't because I was actually watching her reaction while we were trying to eat. And it was quite interesting uh, because everybody I've seen it with has been either guys or people that just didn't care about that character and so on and so forth. So it was interesting to see her watch the show as she sat there with her eyes transfixed and not blinking the entire time. And her being giddy and happy about it and going crazy excited about everything that happened in it. Every small bit and stuff. So, I, I mean, I saw it in the theaters. Thoroughly loved it. Best DC movie of all time. I hope that Justice League does it justice. But it was interesting to watch her watch it um, for her reactions. Um, because to me, one of the most important scenes in the entire thing, spoiler alert, is the um, part where she runs across the battlefield and gets stuck underneath her shield. Across to no me, man's land. Yeah. Oh! That's like my favorite <laughs> scene in the whole thing because, I mean, she's willing to risk and go and do and all this stuff and she's essentially trapped behind the shield until people, everybody else comes in and does it and I'm like super excited for that scene and watching her watch that and then the scenes that go on after it seeing her going yeah oh yeah motherfucker you know and just her getting all excited about it about Wonder Woman doing all this stuff and the part where she picks up the tank just she picked up a tank and hit somebody and I'm like (laughs) damn And, and, and it's interesting to see that from that perspective now we, we kind of started talking about some of the nitpicky parts of it and one of the things and it's this is so stupid nitpicky but it's just because I mean I'm an old comic book reader and stuff and to me when I see Wonder Woman I see you know over six foot tall thick built you know woman and whenever these they announced who was going to play her and they told me who she was I was like really she's like you know five foot something and I was downtrodden about the whole issue because I was like that's not my Wonder Woman and then when they showed it and they filmed it and they filmed it where she's got the different angles where she is about as tall as her else or, or taller to permission is she, Erica was like yeah I get this because she was you know she had mentioned on that stuff too so I mean I love the movie Beyond Belief it's like my third time watching it had a great time with it. We were supposed to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but some fucker decided to put Guardian Galaxy 1 within the bin where Guardian Galaxy 2 was, and so I picked up mm. Guardian Galaxy 1 and got to take that back, so I was pissed oh. off about that. Um, for me, if I was going to give any shots of Kraken to Wonder Woman, it would probably be... Uh, personally, me, none, because I was happy through the whole thing. Um, I don't know if anybody else has anything to say on it. I haven't seen it. 
I still haven't seen it. I, I, have, yeah. I, I have seen it. I loved it. Like, everything it. that you said Erica did, I, like, I did. You know, the whole walk across No Man's Land. The moment they said No Man's Land, I immediately looked at Tommy. I was like, but she can go there because she's a woman. <laughs> and I, like, I, and I immediately, like, I stood up and I started just freaking out. I was so stoked about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Permission to be irritating about that scene? Yeah, no, this is, a, this is a discussion on it. Alright, so I like everything about it, except that she gets stuck under the shield. Because while she can go into No Man's Land, she needs men to get back out. And that bugged me. Mmm, I didn't notice that! You picked, that's a, that's a good, that's a good eye. I never noticed that, actually. I, I think a lot about story. So I'm like, I really loved the movie, I thought the movie in general was amazing. I just wish she could have gotten across by herself and then everyone else followed, because then it is not, it's not No Man's Land anymore, it's Wonder Woman's Land. Right. I also miss the invisible jet. <laughs> well, maybe we'll see that later. Justice but League. We'll see it in Justice League. Yeah, it'll probably be interesting. We're going to see the invisible jet? Come on. Come on! <laughs> Come on. Good one. <laughs> the Flash will run into it and then hurt him. <laughs> That's mostly going to happen. So, does anybody have any other movies I want to talk about? Anybody excited about anything coming out soon? Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, Thor looks great. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, of it's course. A friend from work. I just want to see Loki and his daggers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see freaking Hella. She looks amazing. Amazing. I have like such a crush on Kate Blanchett. Like, dude, seriously, right? Oh my god, because like the Lord of the Rings movies were some of the first like, like they were some of the first fantasy I experienced when I was a young person, and so like that, you know, I know a lot of people like have criticisms of them. They're not super accurate or whatever, but like <laughs> seeing her like in that role I was like oh my god she's so beautiful and also so scary and then like to have her play a role like this is so cool I'm super excited they made her look really menacing yeah what are the movies besides Thor which is Star Wars oh the new Star Wars oh that's soon isn't it yeah Yeah. it's December December yeah Christmas time-ish I have to wonder if they're going to make fun of Luke in the movie for pulling a Yoda. <laughs> I don't want to train you. You're too old. I'm a little scared of what's going to happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> How's that go again? <laughs> Though if she jumps into a backpack right afterwards, I'm in. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Let's see. So we, besides Thor, and we got Star Wars coming up, which everybody's all goo goo over the way the pockets or whatever they are, and which are the little creatures that screams after Chewbacca screams. Oh, the, the new trailer. Ewoks. The yeah, things the new, in the the Target new... that I want to punch in the face. Let's <laughs> 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 see. I. I We've been if talking they about Jar Jar Binks this, I'm going to burn it down. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's going on fire. I just saw those and I was like, alright, Disney needs to sell more things to kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. So, does anybody else have anything they want to add? 
we didn't have many questions. Everybody was just enjoying talking and listening to y'all. So, um, I had a question for you. What? God damn it, Seth. Actually, it's not for you at all, Gonzo. You don't get okay. to answer. Sweet. <laughs> um, so I heard a lot of you say that you got into games and that introduced you as your gateway to painting. This is just totally an opinion question. Do you think you can be good at painting and playing the games? Yes. 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 Do you know anybody who is? Who is good at painting and playing the games? Angelina? Yeah. What? Angelina? Right here. Ronnie, yeah. you're good at playing and painting. Don't I'm even. Okay at no, don't even. <laughs> I'm not going to even laugh. Um. Well, thank you. You're <laughs> um. I'm actually trying to think. <laughs> I actually, it's weird. I'm trying to think of like good Infinity player, like painters that I know of, and if not, honestly, not many of them play. Actually, mm-hmm. so well, now when you say are good at playing, are you like you know one tournament, uh, or do you mean just play? <laughs> not just, just play, because I know plenty of plenty of gamers who are good painters as well. People who play and are and they do play, but they may not be like good. But yeah, well, I mean, my are... husband and I are. I mean, we do. Yeah, I would say right. Tommy is too, because he does play. Mm-hmm. Derek Schubert. Oh, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, I just regularly get. I know this is a conversation that hops, pops up every now and then on the uh, in the hobby circles of can you be really good and competitive at both? I don't know too many people, and this is just of people that I know personally um, who paint like in competition level stuff and are also extremely competitive gamers I know plenty of people who do like really nice tabletop quality Mm -hmm. stuff and are also competitive players but yeah it seems like like, it's just a matter of free time (laughs) most people kind of focus on gaming or they focus on the painting well there's that element of time that it takes to put into each one of those Mm -hmm. for sure isn't Dallas an award winning painter? I would assume he plays <laughs> I don't really play it well. Yeah. Yeah. Play, play is the right word. He, he rolls dice. <laughs> he sure does, and he is fun to play against. Yes. Okay. All right, so we have one more question. What's everybody's next convention that we're going to? You cannot can't War Machine Weekend, Cat. Why? <clears throat> because yes. I said so. When's Adepticon? Yeah, mine is Adepticon as well. I think it's Adepticon. It's my next one. I, I'm so, assuming that comes first. Definitely Adepticon. Do you so, want to hang out? Do we get to go say? Do we get to say hi in person? Everything? Yes. Yes. Of course. Because I've already got my room booked for Adepticon. I think we have our room. Uh, yeah, we as have. Well. Do we have our Hopefully. room? I don't know. I don't know. I need to check on that. <laughs> Beth, you said you're already like done with your entries. No, 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 no. Oh. I have finished a thing I'm putting in. Okay. I've got one entry <laughs> oh, that's done. <laughs> I am I not expecting it to be done. <laughs> that's right. Have you have you been watching the show Big Mouth? I saw oh. Big Mouth. Yes. Yesterday. Yes, I watched. The so Hormone Monster's got some things. I painted one of those. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, the the piece that I finished for today's painting contest at the little game store. Uh, I'll put into Crystal Brush, but entirely because I want feedback, because I'm trying to do something I've never done before. Um, 
And Chris Suri said it didn't suck, but he didn't also didn't say it was particularly good. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I've got a piece, so I can say I can enter something. I have to paint my crystal brush entries. I may finish something for that. I might actually do something this year. I'm just gonna paint stuff and follow painters around and be like, look at my things. Look at them. <laughs> look at them. Yeah, definitely do that. So I guess there's gonna be a uh, meetup at Adepticon because it seems like all of us are going to Adepticon. I think so. Well, Her? like Hobby Hangout always does. Like we always do a little get together. I know. Um, I heard see there's all of you Fort guys. Waffle going on. Yep. And there's always yeah, Fort Waffle. Yeah. That's where the real party is. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard there's more for your non-painting spouses to do. <laughs> Aww. That's cute. Well, the first beer will be on Seth at Adepticon, since we know he's a teacher and he's rich and he works for a really good <laughs> school. Peter, motherfuckers. Hold oh, on. Oh, and you guys got that. Actually, you know what? It's Chicago. Money. It's Chicago. I'll bring out... I'll get you some old-style... Uh, tall boys, and we can all enjoy pouring them down the drain. <laughs> I so thought you were oh going to say Don Malort. Yeah. I am. I am not. I am not impressed with Malort. I can drink it without a problem. This is. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. My wife's an herbalist. I drink way worse than Malort anyway. <laughs> and if you if you drank it in your paint water. You sort of had a, have an idea of what Malort's like. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. I just terrible. did that accidentally, like, a month ago for the mm-hmm. first time ever. And the first time? I, the first, I, yes, the yeah. first time. Lucky man. I've I never been so it. disgusted and so upset that I did that. <laughs> it was I've the had worst enough thing. times, uh, but I can tell yeah. you that oh, it depends on God. my oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 That was so I don't, I don't drink my paint water. I usually it was fresh at the podcast. <laughs> I See, dip I my paintbrush in my sweet tea. Yes, sweet tea and right. don't go together. This is true. There's many times I've dipped my paintbrush in what I'm drinking, and I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's not All the same. right. It is coming time to the end of the podcast. So, with that being said, I want to appreciate everybody that came on. Thank you so much for spending, what? two and a half hours with me technically yeah. uh, and coming on the podcast uh, thank you for a great conversation things we need to talk about, things we want to talk about um, so we're going to do a Mickey Mouse roll call so Cat, <laughs> start us off I don't know what I'm supposed to say I'm Cat. <laughs> good night oh that's me, I'm Cat. <laughs> good night thanks for hanging out with us wait not good night John boy Alright, who's that? Uh, yeah. M-I-C. See you real soon. <laughs> Why? Because we love you. M-I-C-K-E-Y. Are we supposed to do that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Good night, y'all. <laughs> and I'm Gonzo for More Than Dice. If you see me at War Machine Weekend, make sure you look for me Saturday in the afternoon and give me the phrase and you will get some swag. And Seth, this is your last time. See you, motherfuckers. See you at Adepticon. Yeah. This is your first time.
she's like giving thumbs up and waving. <laughs> it only happens once. It only happens once. And we're out. Take care of each other, guys. Night. Thanks for having us. Night. This is where we talk over the music. What's going on? Seth, you gotta go pee. My my cord won't reach that far. <laughs> I already drank some cold water. What more do you want? He did do that. That did happen. That's why I use the uh, P3 paints. They don't taste very much and uh, they're more or less food safe. I prefer the actual cadmium laced ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> Those have got a good scent. They taste much better. Those I actually. Oh, I watched a guy doing a paint video, and I'd, I'd never seen him, and it just 